Here's the thing that makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you, fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. It is Tuesday, and we thank you for being with us. Tomorrow, when you hear our voices, God willing, we will be live from the region's tradition. The Good Time Gang live on location to kick things off. You never know what will happen there. Uh, so it will be a lot of fun, a lot to discuss, and we thank you for being a part of it. As always, uh, you are a big part of the show, so the number to call is 866-WE-BE-BIG. If uh, you ever think you can uh, jump in and help with topics on the show or help produce the show, then feel free to do so. YouTube Live is rolling in HD, and we thank Eddie Van Adler for that. We have um, a number of things going on in contest at rickandbubba.com. You can vote on Fix Mama's Mouth uh, right now at 866, or I should say at rickandbubba.com under the contest uh, button. Also, Road Trips Sweepstakes is there at Contest. You need to go and register for that. Uh, you can win a Road Trip give- getaway, uh, and it's going to be kind of neat with uh, Northeast Alabama Mountain Lake. So it's going to be a lot of cool cool things hitting the contest, and that's uh, two of them right there. Vote for Fix Mama's Mouth, and then register for the Road Trips giveaway at rickandbubba.com under contest. Well, let's bring him in. Sitting over to my left, Mr. Greg Burgess. Right in front of me, Michael Helms. What's up, boys? Gentlemen, gentlemen, how are y'all? Oh, we're great. How are you? I'm good. And what's I'm happening good. with y'all? I saw a little video yesterday. It was weird because the video came. It was really, really small, and it was grainy. I don't know why it came through that way, so oh, I really? couldn't tell what was going on, but it looked like you at the golf range. Yeah, Braden's wanting to play a little more golf these days. Oh, boy. So he's wanting to kind of take – some time off from tennis and hit the golf ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I've had some mixed emotions about that, but, but Hey, he's got to figure out him and, and we'll get through that. But I had something yesterday happen at that, that y'all are going to laugh at. <laughs> um, so we go and, and it, it was a good time. Good. It was the first time we'd been out together in, in a while. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't hit many balls. I watched him most of the time. And then we got into some playing cow and horse on the cool. golf course. Yeah. I mean, on the, uh, putting green after so we spent a few hours out there kind of just 
having some father-son time, but my mindset was derailed about 20 minutes into it. And this is just, I, I guess i got to learn to handle these things a little better in my mind, but um, Brayden had hit a few shots. He wanted me to video him. Uh-huh. And so I did. And that was one of the videos I sent you. And I sent I, I did it from my phone, not his, because this has got a better camera on it. Mm-hmm. And so I took a video of him. And he said, uh, hey, email me or text me or email me that video. I said, okay, I will. So I'm sitting in a chair. I've got it like I like it. I'm sitting in a chair about six feet away from him, and he's just pounding balls. And I'm, I'm sitting here. You know, I took a video or two and sent them to him. Well, I never I, – it was acting like it wasn't going to go through. So I picked up his phone and looked on the text message to see what – If it came if through If it or come not? through. And I saw so something. You, were you texting or airdropping? It? Texting. Texting, okay. And I saw something on his phone that was very disturbing to me Uh-oh. in my mind. Oh, boy. I see is part of the list here, I see a couple of his buddies' names. Mm-hmm. I see – Amanda, the way she puts her name in phones, she'll go to Braden and Caroline's phone like Caroline's is mom, a best mommy ever. That's funny. That's what's on there, <laughs> and and so and Braden will change them. But I so I saw that in there on his too, best mommy ever. Mm-hmm. And you see daddy and and all these things, uh, people on there, and then all of a sudden there's a group, a group text, and the name of the group text is Country Hotties. Oh boy, that's funny. And I thought, <laughs> country hotties. Do I click on this now? Do I want to ruin the golf experience? What is going on inside this group text, country hotties? And so I made the decision. Thought, don't let this ruin. There's nothing you can do in the next hour to. So you're gonna get to the help country hotties later. To help, what's inside right. this group? And text. it was eating at you. It was the whole time. Right. All I can think about is what's country hot. Like, what in the world am I about to get into? So I didn't even click on it. I said, I said, I'm, I'm putting this down. Hey, I see the two videos I sent you have gone through. Okay. We're going to just forget we saw country hotties at all in as a group <laughs> message going on. Table and, country hotties over here. We're going to put it right over here <laughs> in this bucket, and we're going to get back into the golf ball bucket. <laughs> we're going to okay? call that right home. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We'll do that later, and hopefully mom is not brought in <laughs> right. on this whole thing. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully best mom ever won't know. And, and so all I could think about from that point forward was what is inside that text. Like the whole time we're pl- – so he finishes up. He probably hits, I don't know, an hour worth of balls. And then he hit, we go to the putting green. He probably stayed up there an hour. And most of that time, he and I were back and forth. And I so wanted to ask him, but I let it go. He even mm-hmm. saw one of his buddies there, and they talked a minute. And all I could think about was he a part of the group that's country. Right, right. And so so we get in the car, and I said, hey. Did you ever say good putt, country hottie? <laughs> no, I did oh, not. Oh, I, I didn't want any kind of if. So we're, we're on the way home, and I, I start asking him about, hey, how do you think golf went today? I know you're real rusty, and, you know, it's been a while, and how you feel and all that. I said, hey, let me ask you something. He said, I was thinking about country hottie. <laughs> Got me through concentrate. it. I said, I said, let me ask you something. And I said, I, I, oh, boy. I said, uh, <laughs> When I when I sent you your message on your phone, I said, and I know we look at, I know I look at your phone and, sure. and look at your sister's phone, and your mom your, does that too because it's really your phone. Yeah, I gave him that speech, and I said, "What is country hotties?" Oh no! I said, "What is what is that?" I said, "I saw a text group of country hotties. What is that?" He starts dying laughing, and he goes, "It's our wiffle ball team name." Mm-mm. And I said. 
Wait a minute. Time out. Your wiffle ball team name. <laughs> I said, you mean to tell me the last hour and a half I have been <laughs> been disturbed with, hey. beyond all measure because of a wiffle ball team? And he said, yeah. I said, right, first of all, why are you on a wiffle ball team? And he goes, you know, Pazit, they do this thing at Pazit's where it's like a May Day play day or fun and field oh, day yeah, for okay, middle yeah. schoolers, but they do things that they actually like. Okay. One of them is you put together a wiffle ball team if you want to and you play in a tournament. And so he Boy, was asked to play. That. He was asked to play on a wiffle ball team, and I said, "Let me guess who named this team." And I named the boy, and he goes, "How did you know that?" And I said, "I don't. I just had that in my mind. Yeah. I've been around that kid long enough to know he's responsible for naming your wiffle ball team Country Hottie." So there, that's the group name of the team. That's their that's their wiffle ball team name. Oh, so, that's the name of their team. Okay. Yeah, that's the name of their team. Right. So they they named the the, the group text that. that the same thing. And so got I it. said, country. So you're okay with being on a wiffle ball team named Country Hot? And then I got to thinking about how, you know, when the teachers go to announce who's playing next or right. who's hey so and so has advanced Country Hotties is advanced yeah. to the next round. Right. I started thinking about on that. Country Hotties. Right. <laughs> and why I do said, I feel like they won't announce I that? Said, that's why I said, is, <laughs> "If they approve <laughs> this name, he goes, I don't know, Dad. They just asked me to play on the team, so I'm playing on the oh, team. Oh, that's an office trip right there. So I, I couldn't name this I couldn't oh, yeah. believe what I had put myself through in about an hour and fifteen minutes over nothing, over a wiffle ball yeah. game, and of course, you know, I mean, let's face it, 13, 14, 15 year old boys, they'll lie. And so mm-hmm. I I, oh, I immediately didn't sure. buy into it. Now, he was confident in his answers. He was kind of laughing at me like, Dad, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. I mean, so I, I grabbed his phone and looked. And of <laughs> course, it's a bunch of 13, 14-year-old boys. Hey, w- are we ever going to practice? Do we need to practice? Do we do-? And I'm sitting here thinking, this is a wiffle ball team. You were thinking <laughs> Like, so. I thought I was going to click on it. It's going to be a bunch of half-naked women. Yeah, right, uh, right. Featuring uh, Wearing overalls. cowboy hats overalls. and overalls. Yeah. Right, and Daisy Duke. Yes, I did. Yeah. Let it disturb me, guys, for way longer than I needed to. I applaud you, though, because you're like, look, the day's going to be ruined but not golf. <laughs> right. You know, this will be post-golf. Yeah, no, nobody wins on the putting green right now. Well, I all I got to say is good luck to the country hotties <laughs> as they go into the <laughs> wiffle ball season. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, 22 minutes Rick and Bubba. past the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show, and we thank you for being with us. Uh, I know some of you are going to be in the Coca-Cola red golden ticket seats tomorrow on the Coca-Cola porch as we broadcast live from Regents Tradition. Uh, the Champions Tour is coming uh, through town uh, on their annual visit to uh, Greystone, and uh, we um, are honored to always be there. I mean, I'm talking about, guys, we got a primo spot. I mean, we there's, do. there's we people, do. Dunaway and, and, and Ryan and those, those guys, they always come over and go, man, how'd y'all get, I mean, gum. this is it's nice. a good spot. And so we have a great setup, and Coca-Cola lets us use their little VIP area where we got all, all the Coca-Cola products we want to drink, and the food's great. And I know you two look forward to that breakfast more than anything. Yeah, we do. Y'all look forward to getting through the kickoff hour, and when the breakfast is ready, 
y'all go in there and get. They have really after good. It. They have really good coffee. They have waffles. The bacon is always done crispy, just like a way I like it. I like to get a little right. sausage too. Yeah. Run that syrup. Yeah. Oh, run yeah. it through that syrup. Come, Come on. All bets are off. Just eat whatever. Yep. Just I mean, they'll have they'll have grits and eggs Belgian and waffles. Yes. Yes. Come on with it. Um, and so, so all that's tomorrow. Uh, also, uh, we, we auctioned off uh, a chance to walk inside the ropes uh, with your, your, uh, your favorite group, and we did that yesterday, $2,200 going to Children's Hospital, uh, which is the beneficiary of the region's tradition, uh, the charity, and they chose the 9 o'clock Central Time group that has pro John Daly. This ought to be an interesting group. I, I kind of feel sorry for uh, Coach Kirby Smart, but John Daly is in it. Uh, uh, Coach Kirby Smart uh, from Georgia, um, Clay, Clay Travis, who's always you never He's, know there. Uh, I, I want us to run into him at some point yeah. tomorrow and spend some time with him. Um, Taylor Hicks, which is fun. He's he's fun and and just full of life. And then widespread panics. John Bell, uh, and and so that's the group that was chosen. And so uh, they will walk inside the. Uh, they'll have their own cart as well, and uh, and then be inside the ropes with that group all day. The weather seems to be great for the pro am uh, tomorrow. Uh, Thursday and Friday, not so great, but they'll, uh, they'll, I know, have a plan and deal with that. So, anyway, if you're coming out tomorrow, we'll be on the Coca-Cola porch, and I know a lot of you do come out for this. Uh, Coach Nick Saban uh, of Alabama is not going to play after uh, his hip surgery, which I think yeah. we can't uh, mention, but he is scheduled to appear in the 8.50 Central Time segment. The 8.50 a.m. Central Time uh, live is when Coach Saban is supposed to join us on the Coca-Cola porch and sit down and talk. And and I wanted to warn you, Helmsy, because I don't know if you want to walk off for this or not. I think over the years we've beat you down where because sometimes you get in these settings and you want to be professional and do a really good job, yeah. and then sometimes we get to acting up and being silly and stuff. And I know sometimes – it gives you just a little bit of secondhand embarrassment, um, and I know for the Nick uh, the Nick Saban interview, you'll be a nervous wreck because you want us to you know do do a good job for you. Um, so just a heads up. I've not I'm not as bad as it you, used, to, used be. to be. Really yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to the point where you would I was dis- trying you to would be distance sharp. yourself from. Us. I was trying to be. You sharp remember that back Greg? in the day? Yeah, he yeah. I mean, he was you know he he was. He had his game face on. Right, he'd want to go. We were disrespecting the game. Right, he he would want to he would want to <laughs> go and like ask really good questions and you know we were always saying hey we might ask a silly question he's like y'all don't do that yeah you know and then you banked on that one guy what was his name <sighs> that was a whole different thing I know but you Joe we were, Shad yeah we were in that room. I'll never forget we were it. in the press room I'll never forget it I'll no, never that forget that was SEC media day right that's what yeah. yeah that's what I was mentioning uh, as far as just you well, trying to be I, professional I have come a long way. I yeah. mean, I, I have, and uh, I'm just trying to be sharp. Back in the day, thought I had something. Right. So, what's oh, going to happen tomorrow? Are you going to get your? Sh- are you going to get that shirt off tomorrow at any time? I if, don't know. If we're going to be live. I, you know, you can't plan it. I know. It's just got to happen. And I haven't come that far. Right. <laughs> as far as you know, I will. I will laugh at that and yeah. embrace that and enjoy that. But right. I won't do that. Yeah. I'm not, you hated that. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Um. Now, if um, <laughs> still funny. Yeah. But, now, Goodness. now here's what's going to happen because you know it's always it's always this way, is that we'll we'll spend some time and there'll be kind of, which we don't want an interview every segment and we'll be doing the show and having fun, but then all of a sudden everybody's going to come run at yeah. us at one time. So oh, I'm pretty no. sure at one time we're probably going to have, um, 
I'm going to say Gus Melzahn, Bruce Pearl standing there, and Dr. Condoleezza, Condoleezza Rice. They'll all be standing there at one time when we'd like to separate they them. They all show up. And then we get to be a nervous so... wreck. And we get, it used to really bother me. Now I just laugh about it because I'm like, what's stressing about it going to do? You know, of course, I'm you love it. Nice, pretty look. Look, here they are. Your best one is when Dan Mullen would, would come up from Mississippi State. Now, he's not, you know, since he's a Florida Gator now, he's not making the trip, but that was an annual thing for him. And that was always fun for you because I don't know why, but Dan would always walk up and we'd have somebody sitting there. Every time. And he'd have to Every wait. Time. And it would bother me. And then I'd try to have small talk with him and ask him how, how it, everybody's doing. It and, happened every time. And we got to just laughing about it. And then, of course, I'm not going to bring it up. Well, don't do that. But anyway. So yeah. anyway, all of that's tomorrow. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But I just want to give you a heads up. And, and also, um, uh, Coach Saban, uh, his group, which I don't even know what this means, but his team was approving us, which I think is kind of funny. Uh, but 8.50 is when he's scheduled to appear, yeah. Central Time. Uh, it's been a while since we've had it. It has, and it's always, too, because they tee off. Kind of like with Bo Jackson, you know, he has yeah. an annual visit. Yeah. But he doesn't tee off um, noon. until yeah until noon. So, uh, or noon-ish. Just, yeah, well, right, it's actually with uh, Colin Montgomery right at noon. Oh, okay. Uh, so we, it, won't see him. we probably won't mm-hmm. see him. If we do, it'll be really late in the show yeah. when we're all done uh, and maybe need him a little bit. Uh, so all that's tomorrow. Regents Tradition, the annual broadcast from the Coca-Cola Porch, <laughs> going to be testing today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but just a heads up for you that there might be a moment where you're like, all right, I'm battling myself right now. On one side, it's professional, uh, kind of a little just slightly embarrassed of the whole situation. The other is, gosh, I hope something happens. I hope we ask him a funny you know, question or something that he might get mad about. So just be ready for I that. Know. Well, what I've learned, too, from y'all over the last 10 years mm-hmm. is there's enough of that going on. Right. There's enough of the nobody's listening to us to break down some kind of football recruiting I know. season. Right. I know. No. I mean, yeah, what, yeah. nobody cares oh, about no, here. But they no. want to hear other things. Yeah. Um, just real life stuff as it relates to Saban. And I know we can't ask him about his hip. Right. Apparently he, he doesn't like want to talk so you about. You can't it. ask him about. Well, his apparently well, I don't know he if doesn't you like can't. That he doesn't want to be. So which that, means that we will. Sure. Probably we'll have so. to ask him about. It's hard to avoid it. Well, coach. First off, how's your hip doing? You know. We'll have to do that. But that's all tomorrow, 24 hours from now. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. They're my friends. Twenty-five minutes to the top of the hour. The kickoff hour is live, and we thank you for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Right now we're internless, so we could go unscreened phone calls. You just never know. Some people call them sunscreen phone calls. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends by the 24-7 Burglar Busting Protection for your home or small business. I'm talking about SimplySafeBubba.com. SimplySafeBubba.com is different, and uh, and I, I tell you why. It's because they get it right. ton of protection. Uh, they never overcharge. Uh, they don't lock you into a contract. Uh, it is the way to go if you're trying to secure your small home or your your home or small business, I should say. Somebody might have a small home. You never know. Uh, but anyway, you need to check them out right now at simplysafebubba.com. That's simplysafebubba.com. Uh, they have professional monitoring and police dispatch for just uh, $15. That's $15 a month. No contracts. So they don't lock you down. For more information on how to order your system, uh, go to simplysafebubba.com. That's simplysafebubba.com. You'll get free shipping along with 60-day 
risk-free trial. That's simplysafebubba.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. But make sure you go to simplysafebubba.com. That locks you in to that special that we just talked about uh, here with the show. All right, so as we roll back, as I said, tomorrow we're live from Regents, so we can't wait for that. Today is a big day. We have Dan Moultrie. He'll talk the great outdoors uh, and give away some really cool uh, Pradco products uh, as far as today goes. I know that's always something you you all uh, uh, want to stand by for. The phones always light up for that, so that is today. Real quick, uh, a quick update, a story that we did yesterday, and then we got to get into some other things. I see where HBO has officially come out, Greg, and said uh, in Game of Thrones, the last episode where a Starbucks cup was seen in one of the scenes, uh, it was done uh, on mistake. It wasn't there on purpose, and craft services actually accidentally left it out there, and they didn't catch it. I made sure <clears throat> I watched it yesterday because I had DVR'd it. Yeah, and I made sure to pay. If I hadn't had been given a tip, I'd have never. Right. I don't know how who who caught it because I'd have never thought. Yeah, I did just look kind of like. But then I looked at it and go, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there it is. A, Starbucks. A, a spokesperson uh, said, "Look, we, we're trying to have fun with it, but it was actually done on mistake. It was uh, it was craft uh, services left it out there, and we didn't catch it. And uh, you know, you know what's one, one? It's one of those things too where they're probably a went, hey, that's a guy. that's a good take right there. Yeah. Who cares if it's that bar? That, I wonder that, if they need did, so did they didn't know though. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they didn't say, hey man, that's a good take. Let's leave it in there, even though that cup's in there. Right. Um, yeah, they didn't care. I'm a detail guy. I wish I would have been watching it and noticed. I probably wouldn't have noticed either. You know, well, it was kind of blurry. I always go back to this and and I, corny movie now looking back, but I loved it as a kid, and that was Days of Thunder. Yeah. And there's a scene in there where um, what's his name, um, the older actor Duvall. Yeah, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. Is uh, Harry Hogg? Yeah, Harry Hogg. He pulls into the pit. They're doing some practice laps, and Hogg has on a white Auburn hat. Okay, does he? And he goes down. He goes down to talk to Cole Trickle, and when he pops back up, he has a Georgia hat on. Really, it's a really strange deal. And huh. I picked that up, and I I've was never like, "What in the world?" And I, re- I, I hit the rewind because you hit the rewind button back then mm-hmm. when I was watching it on the VCR, <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Wait a minute." I just thought I saw him wearing an Auburn hat. Now he's got a Georgia hat on. Mm-hmm. And it was a white hat, and the only thing difference was the little bitty emblem. And, That's and funny. Name. I and so, pay attention because he's on I will. I will pick up on things like that because that just was weird to me. Yeah. Because you, as a kid, you look for things like, oh, well, Auburn and Georgia, those are teams that I follow and watch. And why's he got, why did he just have that hat on and now he has that one? <laughs> so go back and watch. It's funny. <laughs> Well, um, the uh, they officially made a statement. They said the latte that appeared in the episode was a mistake. Uh, but you had mentioned that yesterday. That's the only reason I brought yeah, that up because that's another story uh, today. Um, also, uh, yesterday uh, we were texting as as a group. Um, old Tiger Woods was at the uh, the White House yesterday and received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. I tell you what, this that- has been an unbelievable experience to have the support that I've had for all these years. And everyone here has seen and been with me for my entire life, and some of you for more than half my life. You've seen the good and the bad, the highs and the lows, and I would not be in this position without all of your help. In 97, yes, I I won the Masters, and I was there to end up hugging my dad and my mom. My dad's no longer here, but my mom's here. I love you, Mom. Thank you. Got a little bit emotional there. Wow. 
uh, it said that's from the White House yesterday of him receiving that Medal of Freedom. What? Yeah. Trump's clearly a racist. Well, this has nothing to do with, with Tiger Woods, <laughs> what I'm fixing to say. Why do we give them? You got two honors, the highest honors, the Medal of Freedom and the um, Medal of Honor, which is given to the military. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I get. I'm I'm reading the definition of Medal of Freedom. Greg doesn't Here like this we award. We, we were talking in the Awarded break. Awarded by the President of the United States for a specially meritorious contribution. One, to the security or national interest of the United States. So I, with celebrities, I don't see that. World peace, not sure if I see that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of celebrities have got this is what I'm saying. Not just athletes yeah. and celebrities. Yeah. Right. Cultural or other significant public or private endeavors. I'm just saying I don't understand. It's some, and this goes all the way back to Babe Ruth, right? Oh, yeah. 30, I mean, 33 I, athletes uh, have received this. I mean, this. it's cool that Tiger won the Masters right, again, and, and that's awesome, I guess, but medal of some presidential medal for well, it? Well, it's, it's all body of work. It has nothing to do with winning. I mean, it, mm. yes, he probably wouldn't have got it if he wouldn't have won the Masters no. this year. Um, certainly, uh, but it's a I'm body of saying, work. I'm just saying it's nothing against him personally. I'm just saying I, I, I read the definition, and I understand well, why do we give it to actors, musicians. I was going to say it's Ellen nothing against Tiger. Warren, uh, I think Tom. I mean, you get Tom Hanks. When you when you look at the Bruce list of athletes that have received it, then you would say, yeah, Tiger deserves it. If any of these guys do, then Tiger does. But to Greg's point, I don't know why Ellen DeGeneres would get this award. Well, our actors are – I don't know why – I'm going to say call it something else, president's favorite athlete You don't award. like the name of it. I, it's the top two. You got the Medal of Honor, which we know what that is, and this. And they're considered equal? Well, they're they're considered – I don't, I don't, I don't know that they're considered it's basically, equal. One of the them's top for two. civilians and one of them's for military. Yeah. It's really – The two it. highest – they're the two highest that you can yeah. receive. Do you think that – but the, my point the, is, but okay, if it's if it's non-military, why is it celebrities and actors and athletes? I'm sure there's regular non-military people. Who I think the people they picked and have made an have, impact on the do, world. You do have some uh, uh, politicians that's got it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe I don't know. I just think who it's do you weird. want to receive it? I I don't know. I can't think of anybody. But I just don't. It's almost. I mean, that's. I guess that's good. But whatever. <laughs> do you think? I'm just saying. I don't think it's that big a deal. I don't. I think whoever's the president picks out his favorite celebrity and gives them a medal. That's what I think. So you, yeah, you or think, athlete. You think it's whoever's I in line with whatever president's in office yeah. or whatever. Uh, well, it, he and Tiger definitely have a relationship. Uh, Tiger's been outspoken about it. So has Trump. But um, no, do you think fine. it's all about his comeback and about what he's gone through and the fact he came back and he won medal of freedom and then that's what, why he won. Yeah. I know, but I'm what I'm just saying though. I mean. Like you're saying, if he never hits the bottom and then comes back and wins, do you think he's ever there? I think he is, but not now. Uh, okay. I think he gets think it later in lay, life. way on down the road when most of the other at No one has ever got this award currently playing, still playing. Um, but, yeah, he, he probably receives this award when he's 65. I mean, because not, um, not too long Jack ago. Jack and was... Arnie and Babe Ruth and Jesse <laughs> Owens and – Joe DiMaggio and Yogi Berra and, uh, I mean, Frank Robinson and, uh, I mean, Kareem you can Abdul name Jabbar. all these. The Medal of Free- the Freedom deal is, I think, okay, I, don't, I have not read this, don't know, but in my mind, this is a civilian award, and the reason they call it freedom is because we have freedom in the United States to do these things as civilians. In my mind, that's what it means. Well, right. I mean, I just read the definition of it. Yeah. Well, I think, like you're talking about, not too long ago, he was standing in the middle of the road, didn't know where he was. Yeah. And then now he's he's come all the way back. 
to he just he just won. And so, like you're saying, that is the reason why he's there now. Uh, Obama yes. gave yeah. him because yeah. he's continuing to make an impact, not only in the game of golf but in other areas across the globe, and he's still doing it. Yeah. Really? Uh, uh, let's see. Barack Obama gave Sidney Poitier. He's an actor. Meryl Streep, Steven Spielberg, Robert Redford, Robert De Niro, uh, Tom Hanks, and Cicely Tyson. So he stayed uh, Bill in. Bill Clinton went with Martha yeah. Ray, yeah. and which is fine. Lou, All who, those folks made impact on the world. Uh, we may not yeah, agree with what they did and how they did it, but they they made an impact. Yeah, but they, but they're all left leaning for sure. Yeah. Well, like I'm saying, each president picks their favorite celebrity or athlete. That's what it looks like to me. So whatever. Greg I'm hates this that, award. I don't, I'm not that. I don't think it's that big a deal. I really don't. I, I mean, like I say, if you're a popular athlete and that president happens to like you and your politics, you're gonna get one. I don't think Tiger Woods is a conservative by any means. Well, he's, been, he's been outspoken on his, his his support for Trump, but I mean, I don't want to diminish what the guy's done either. He's come back. Oh, no, he deserves and, maybe the great, uh, really good golf award. He'll get plenty of those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying him. I'm just saying celebrities, yeah. entertainers. It ain't so much him. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one, uh, I should say twenty-one. Nine minutes till top of the hour. It's weird how your mind works. It was uh, uh, nine minutes and twenty-one seconds, and I said twenty-one. But um, anyway, it is nine minutes until uh, top of the hour. Rick and Bubba are here. Dan Moultrie is here. We want to thank uh, lovely Patty Moultrie for uh, cooking another uh, casserole. I saw you looking off in it. What we got, uh, oh, Greg? It's a good breakfast casserole. Oh yeah. Uh, and we thank uh, we thank her for that. But pa- Patty, as always, thank you for getting up and getting that ready for us. And, and that's really why Dan's on. I hope he knows that. He's in Bubba's office hanging out talking. And so they're all going to be joining us here after the top of the hour. Uh, Eddie Van Adler's doing a little bit of multitasking. He's got YouTube TV uh, rolling live in HD. And we've also uh, got him screening phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. John is in Montgomery. Uh, what's up, John? Hey, good morning. This is uh, Captain John out of Montgomery. I was just wanting to call and long-time listener. Oh, <laughs> love it, John. Yeah, over 20-something over years here uh, listening to the Rick and Bubba show, and uh, I'm uh, Green Acres today working. Oh. I wanted to, wanted to say I really love the 5 a.m. show. I get up and listen to that, and well, I drive a tour bus for a living. I won't mention the company, but mm-hmm. we work the Regents Tournament every year, Wednesday through Sunday. Okay. And I'll be out there 13 hours a day driving wow. a bus, Woo-hoo. taking everybody into the club, the, you know, all the uh, VIP people, the uh, uh, all the golf uh, caddies, that sort of thing. And uh-huh. I, I play the Rick and Bubba show every year from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m., <laughs> regardless of what they say on the bus. Because Captain John's in command of the bus. Amen. That's right. I love it, Captain. I love Whether that. Whether they like it or not. Uh, that's right, man. Hey, on the Freedom Award, you know who should win it? Who? Hey. Hard-working, Breakfast Club Radio DJ host, 
retired pole climbing Alabama power employees and go. any bus driver. That's my time. Yeah, working folks. That's what it's about. That's it. That's hey, it. He would be the first one, John, to step to the podium wearing the medal and talk about how stupid this award is. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah that's what I, I live for. That. Hey, I'm a minion. Hey, I'm a minion. John, 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 you, back, John, back to the bus. I've got to ask you a question. I know that you okay. play Rick and Bubba, and we're very honored that you would do that, yeah. and, and thank you for your loyalty. But do you ever get any complaints? I mean, you might have somebody going, hey, man, that's a great show. I love Rick and Bubba. Do you ever have anybody going, turn that off? Oh, of course. I have I have that not very often. Yeah. But, you know, people that don't listen to the show and don't know it, and they're from out of town or across the world, they yeah, come yeah. here for this tournament. Right. Sure. But, you know, I tell them, you know, there's the door. You can go out of that door and just walk to the tournament if you like. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Captain John. Yeah, it's so good. I don't know why I went I with that voice. I love the captain. But anybody complaining, for, my, for some reason, I feel like talks like that. What are you doing? I, I, yeah. I, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, John. Appreciate you, buddy. Broadcasting. Keep working, John. He, hey, pump it up, man. Turn it up. Let's go to Yogi. Yokesters in Yo. Walker County, Alabama. What's Yo. up, Yogi? Hey, hey guys. Uh, think of the Medal of Freedom like over in England. They knight everybody. That they, you know, Rod right. Stewart, Mick Jagger. It's the exact uh, same thing. You know, all the yeah, it don't make sense. Don't make any sense. How do they become a knight? You know, they kill somebody in battle or something. It's our <laughs> version of knighting. You're exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. That's it. They're, we're just making them our mascots. I love it when these celebrities get knighted and they refer to him as sir after that. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Sir Elton John, Sir <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, Sir Greg Burgess, Sir. I wish y'all were a Sir. That's ba- Yogi's all over. That's all this is. Your Grace, just, Your Grace. <laughs> you y'all need to bend the knee. Think about it. <laughs> uh, think about it. If, if I said, "Hey, yes, Sir Greg and Sir Helms are here today. We're live." I mean, think about that. Y'all were Sir. Sirs. I, you'll yeah. never have to worry about it. And I think <laughs> they've, they've watered that down just like they have the Medal of Freedom. Sure, so there it is. Let's go to Sarah, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Eddie Van Aller screening you up. What's up, Sarah? Hey, how are y'all? Hey, we're great. We're making it. I was just wondering if y'all saw after the Kentucky Derby race when he ran around the corner and you have the other horse and man that, you know, catches the horse and, hold, and holds onto the reins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he starts talking. I heard this, it's, Sarah. It's, I- Yes. A backward, backwood hick. I mean, you ain't got a speck of dirt on you. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. I, I think backwood hick's probably a little much, Sarah, but I heard what you're talking <laughs> about, and it was funny. You essentially had this country boy that was just kind of working, and it, it was sounded like it was mic'd up. It was so loud. It did. It almost yeah. sounded like it was on purpose. Huh. But he was. He started. He said, I'm just joking. Yeah, he said, I'm just joking with you. And he said, you yeah. got to calm down. And he goes, I was jacking with you earlier. Yeah. And you- what? He was <laughs> messing with the jockey and saying uh-huh. some things that we would have said. And the jockey either didn't understand him or thought he was being, I don't know. But he had to say, man, I'm just messing with you kind of thing. Thanks, Sarah. It was really? funny. Yeah. So I call that the calming horse. I don't know what what you call it, yeah, but yeah. the one that kind of goes along. Gets beside him. Yeah. Seriously, the, the, like, the volume down, of his yeah. voice was almost like I thought, who's this guy mic'd up? Really? Yeah. It was really strange. I got to tell you, I, was, um, I went up just uh, – it was just one of those spontaneous things. I, I, we didn't know that we were going to have an open weekend. We knew that, that the weekend wasn't as, as jam-packed as it normally was. Or is, but um, Saturday morning I woke up and I didn't have anything in front of me. And uh, we were talking with Tyler, and he was at uh, UT Martin. Jacksonville State was playing up there, Uni- uh, University of Tennessee at Martin. And uh, it's in northwest Tennessee. 
And I said, you know, I'm going up there. It was like a 3 o'clock game, whatever, and, and the, the other two boys were doing something. Terry said, I'll tell you what, you go on this one, I'll go on the Austin P one, whatever. So I get on the road and I go. So I'm, I'm a, I go up to Martin, Tennessee for Saturday, Sunday's game. Uh, because of a rain out, they were going Saturday, Sunday, Monday instead of Friday, Saturday, Sunday in the three-week and the three-game series. And so um, I went up, and uh, it was a great trip. Got to take him out to dinner after the game Saturday night, so it was well worth it. Uh, but Sunday I woke up, and I had some time to kill, and there was a rodeo in town, and um, they're on, ca- on the campus Please of, U- of UT Martin. And I did. I, I pulled <laughs> up. Funny. You know I love to people watch, right? <laughs> and there was a – and so they had these little girls on these horses that were just little phenoms, and they Funny. they were they had a little uh, area outside the arena that they were inside. Yeah. Okay. And it was a combination of of guys on bulls, and then uh, these 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 girls that were on these horses, and they would jump off the horses and then tie up the calf or whatever. But they would be out practicing, and guys, these horses would be running full speed, and before the horse officially stop these little girls are jumping off the cowboy hats are so big on these little girls and i'm thinking they're they're probably 10 12 14 years old and they were like little phenoms but it killed about two hours of the day and not one not one uh rider was able to stay on the bull and one of them you you remember the death grip they told us about how they can you can tie it you can get you can't get loose with your hand that's holding on and they, they told us on purpose, we're not doing this for y'all because y'all need to be able to get yeah, off. Y'all, y'all going to be coming off. There was one hard. guy that was on the death grip, and he was hanging on and getting stomped on. They couldn't get, they couldn't get his hand through. Mm-hmm. He, he ended up get, being okay and walking away, but for a while there, everybody was a little scared because that, that bull was just stepping all on him, and he was underneath the bull and couldn't get his arm. Yeah, had you a rodeo. Good night. But everybody was about the Kentucky Derby up there. That was all the talk. Everybody was talking about it on Sunday. But, man, you know how when you got about a couple of hours to kill and you're like, what am I going to do? He found, found a rodeo. I found me a rodeo and sat there all by my – I probably looked like a weird creeper, but I was there. <laughs> we should have had a cowboy hat. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Jimmy Westbrook with Little Big Town, and I cannot believe I am on the Rick and Bubba show. But here I am. And hey, Eight minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thank you, Little Big Town, for the old national anthem. Much to do as we move forward now on the program. Dan Moultrie uh, is back. Uh, he'll work with us here for a couple of segments this hour, including Match Moultrie. Uh, that'll be the question he'll throw out for you to win big prizes today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy all in the mix. Big boy looks on outside. Eddie Van Adler gives you an opportunity to look into the Rick and Bubba show on the old YouTube channel. Got it live and archived today. If you haven't signed up for the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel, do that. No charge for that, but you get all the notifications when something new is there, including a Rick and Bubba live show, a documentary, an archive, the Bible study. Uh, you can do that. Rick and Bubba podcast gives you audio archives uh, every day uh, at your leisure. You listen to it on your time. That's also free. If you haven't signed up for the podcast channel, you can stream us on the TuneIn app. Listen to the show live on the TuneIn app. There's no charge for that app either. And you can listen to some of the best moments in the last 25 years of the Rick and Bubba show 24-7 until the next live show finds its way there. Uh, hopefully, you uh, have uh, also a Rick and Bubba fillet on the Rick and Bubba radio network, and you're, you've had that, you know, hey, I know it's there. I click it on, boom. And we thank all the radio stations across the country that are bold enough to carry this program on the Rick and Bubba radio network. A new intern starts his classes today 
at Rick and Bubba University. He doesn't have a Rick and Bubba name. We'll work on that this week, uh, and uh, he'll be officially indoctrinated into Rick and Bubba University and start his training and common sense, which has now become a superpower. And across the way, well, look at there. There he sits, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you know him best as a silver tongue one. Let's not shoot Bubba right out of the gate, please. The man, uh, let's see, the silver tongue one. How's it start? The silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional and cheaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Hello, Bubba! How about it, Rick Burgess friends, neighbors, and associates everywhere? Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Come on in and stay a while. Come on, we got a seat for you. We got room. We got room. World's greatest garage band, Mr. Lucky, from their one and only CD, Fat Chance. Uh, and that's Rebel with a Cause. Uh, Bubba, uh, you and I heard it. I mean, we were we were in your office when Dan Moultrie uttered these, this phrase. Today, my question is the best of the best of the best. And yeah. it's unbelievable. And it's unbelievable. Um, that's pretty high, Mark. Yeah, it uh, is. Considering what Dan has brought to the table over the years. So yeah. uh, I'm very excited. He... Rick, he had a handful of papers. Did you see that? I, I mean, did. he had a, like a hand, looked like the Mueller report or like something. A, like a little <laughs> booklet. So he, uh, well, I can't wait to see what uh, what all is in play today. Look, I'm a little worried about you messing up my intro this morning. Yeah. Do we need to jot that down. I don't think no. we've ever wrote it down. Well, ever. I'll tell you what it is, and you know this. When it comes to memorization, <laughs> it has to be done the same way every time. So when I hit that uh, and it was on it bank threw five, off, it huh? threw me off, and I and I and I started. Then stopped, Uh-oh. and then went to start again. Double clutch. As long as I start one time, I'm fine. Yeah, it's it's, it's speedy. All, it's, let's make a note of it. Yeah, anyway. I'm with him on that. I, yeah. I see what he's saying. Listen, I, I got a couple of things too that I thought you know I might need to make a note of that. Yeah. Just can I can I tell you a couple of things? One of the things is I'm, I'm not trying to use an excuse because we're certainly falling away, but um, is I also am a little bit uh, lightheaded from the fumes of paint. Yeah, uh, they're yeah. they're they're painting the broadcast plaza and teleport, and it's literally making my head hurt right now. 
Well, I mean, I, it's, um, I've enjoyed that smell. Uh, it to me, it it helps. You can't smell the restaurant, right? Yeah. So well, uh, to to me, I was uh, I, I guess a little bit of something you know goes a long way. Uh, what I feel right now is that my head's stuffed in a paint bucket, <laughs> and uh, you know that, that that I don't find that pleasurable. But uh, I don't know what it is. You know, certain smells bother. They don't right. bother me like the way they smell, but right. they they make my head hurt or they make my, my yeah. nose feel funny. Pain will sneak up on you too. You'll think you're right. fine, and all of a sudden, yeah. boom! Hey, you got a headache. Well, What's they're, that about? well, they're painting the plaza is under a makeover. Which, when it's all over, I'm sure we're going to be we're going to feel better about it. Because it'll, it'll be better and nicer, yeah. and, and but the process of getting there while doing a live radio show can be can be trying. And uh, now, and you mentioned the restaurants. I mean, imagine when you got your fork and some food, and that aroma is mixed with <laughs> it, with, it, with the smell of, of, of ceiling paint. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Right now, we're we're enjoying uh, the the road version of you know, hey, the road's getting widened, and yeah, and yeah. and we're mm-hmm. getting we're going to yeah, get more lanes. Sure. But right now, it's down to one, and mm-hmm. it is a pain. I tell you what, though, I'm kind I'm kind of with Bubba. I think I'll take the paint smell over the drilling. Oh yeah, Rick, yeah, absolutely. And I talked to them, and mm-hmm. they love the show, mm-hmm. and uh, sure, are trying sure. desperately. And it's funny because I said <clears throat> the way this, the, the 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 broadcast uh, city center here is is set up, y'all could be doing something on the other side, and it, it's like you're doing it in the next room. Oh yeah. And um, he even came down here one day after the show and listened. He's like, "Wow, you're right." So they're trying to work around. Well, when yeah. We well, are look, on. this is this is the good and the bad of the idea of putting a radio show in a commercial operation. Mm-hmm. The good is you can see it, you can get here, you're in the middle of action. The bad is when they have to work somewhere. You know, you're a part of it, and that's that's. I mean, that's what we do about it. I, yeah. I, I mean, we certainly are glad it's getting repaired, but it's a, it's a fun journey on the way. Well, it's uh, it, it's laid out a little different than most places, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a lot of poured concrete, and you know, it does bring the question of how many holes do we need in this concrete. Because right. we we seem to put a lot of them in it all the time. Yeah, it's a, well, they, it, uh, it's too complicated to explain. But, yeah. but when they yeah. discovered something that happened in, involving the rhubarb, it, it was it, it really messed the, the rhubarb. Yeah. Rhubarb, how you yeah. say it? I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about you thinking of rhubarb Jones. Yeah. Rhubarb Jones, yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who's gone on into yeah. radio glory. And yeah, they're actually having to fix a problem that existed. So yeah. wow, yeah. somebody kind of cut some of that away, trying to do something and. That'll make things a little unstable. Yeah, don't need that. No. Drill away, I told them. Yeah. 16 minutes past the hour. Dan Moultrie will be with us. Uh, He'll come into the mix. We'll chat with him. And he says, before we're done, a question that is the best of the best of the best. And it's unbelievable. All next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, that's that sound. Uh, Dan Moultrie has returned. Rocking them Pat, them Pradco products. They're unbelievable, aren't they, Dan? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm so happy your son has picked up no, an unbelievable. No, no I, I don't know who influenced him. I was having a conversation <laughs> with him last night, uh, my, my soon-to-be 18-year-old. And uh, and he said unbelievable about five times, and I said, "Hey, hey, man, you really you really throwing out the unbelievables." And he says, "I know. I really started saying that word a lot." I said, "Have you been around Moultrie?" <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I like it. I did. I, I really. I said, "Lala, unbelievables!" And this is unbelievable. And that's unbelievable. Uh, well, uh, we got a lot to do. And you said today the question: the best of the best of the best. The best of the best. Yeah. Hang so. on. 
Buckle up, strap in for the trivia question today. It's the dandy. All right, so we, 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 got, we, we hey, listen to him. Oh, that's God. a maniacal laugh. It's great. It's great. It's oh. a maniacal laugh. He's been going ever since he got here with us. <laughs> uh, so uh, now we've got uh, we, we've got a new product in the Pradco family. We've got a new one of the acquisitions was Texas Hunter, a, a long time company, and they have the the, the what we're going to talk about today besides shooting blinds and uh, feeders and a, a sundry of other products, the number one fish feeder in the world. And that's what we're going to talk. This is the time of the year you ought to be feeding your fish, Rick, as you know. Yes, I do know that. And, mm-hmm. and so we've got the guy, Dale, that runs uh, Texas Hunter that's going to be on with us, and we're going to talk about the fish feeder. And if somebody wants a fish feeder, this, you, you, you quit messing around. This is the one to get. Well, and uh, and you were telling me that in the break, and, I, and this is one of those times again where the word "unbelievable" maybe is, 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 is actually is actually appropriate. It is appropriate. It is, it is, uh, and uh, and Dale is actually joining us now. Dale, welcome Dale. to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Well, good morning from the great state of Texas. Welcome. Well, I'm telling you, deep in the heart of Texas. Texas. So. Um, Let's uh, let's let's talk about. I don't think we're doing that right, but it's our version. Yeah, of doing now that we're doing that right. Deep in the heart of Texas, then what do you do? You clap twice, right? right and that and that all you do. Deep in the heart. told me that it was awesome. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I know. Un- un- unbelievable. unbelievable, unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Have you ever noticed how many times Moultrie will say unbelievable? It is unbelievable. <laughs> there you go. Now you're on track. <laughs> well, let's talk about the unbelievable feeder. Uh, you know, first of all, just like with everything else. Um, you know, we all know that, uh, and I and, and I have a pond, and and Bubba has a pond, and and feeding the fish is is important because you want to get that ecosystem rocking, and you want them to have the right nutrients that they need. So, what makes uh, what makes your feeder uh, the the walking dog mm-hmm. of all of them? Well, it's so critical that anytime you have a, a feeding program, that number one, that it be consistent. So, one thing we always tell people is that once you start feeding. You need to be consistent on, on not only the times, but you need to be consistent on um, on the type of feed that you're using as well. So the big key to ours is that it's the reliability is really just incredible. It's important that uh, that you don't need to be there, that you have it filled up, and that if you want it to run twice a day, which is pretty typical for what most people run, that it's going to take off when you want it to start and when you want it to stop and that you keep feeding and putting them pellets out with the nutrition for the fish. Now, I want to talk a little bit about, because I was, when I was looking over this and I've seen this, like uh, there's, there's, you, you just don't need to take your feeder and just put it anywhere. Uh, you got, every, every pond is unique in, in the strategy on how to set it up. Tell us some of the things we need to consider. Uh, when we got, we, if we got your feeder and here we go to the pond, uh, what are some things we need to take into account? Well, I think you're right. One of the things you hit on, and I'll kind of go off base just a little bit, is when you talk about the strategy, it's important that when you're setting up a, a lake or a pond, you really want to know what, what you're designing it for. So whether it's going to be for recreational, uh, whether you want to cultivate fish, you're going to use fishing, um, skiing, whatever you decide that you want to do, it's important that you design your, your lake that particular way with what your goal, long-term goals are. What the feeder is, and as far as placement of the feeder, it's really critical. A lot of people... We'll place them right on a dock. They'll create a spot where they like to fish. It's a great, great situation where, uh, in a case like myself, where I'm a grandfather and I take my grandkids out, I know it's going to be a spot where they throw their, their pole in that there's a really good likelihood they're going to catch a fish real mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. So it creates more or less a little honey spot there for it. Uh, so you can put it on a dock. You, don't, you can also put it along a bank. Um, because our feeders are designed 
So they're going to throw the feet out about 45 feet in kind of a pie pattern. And it spreads it out real evenly. So uh, all the fish in the chain get a great opportunity to uh, to go ahead and, and uh, absorb those nutrients. Rick, Rick, there's so many benefits of this feeder, but one of the key deals, the problem with fish feeders generally is raccoons. Here we're oh. back to Mr. Raccoon. Oh, I mean, is the, is busy little hands. Little yeah. hands. Busy, and a lot of time on their hands. And, oh. and, and the problem is the feed generally just hung around, and they were able to spin the wheel and get it out. The design of this feeder, it's got two motors. One comes on and starts a blowing action. Then the second comes on and dispenses the feed, and then it blows it out. Then the feed one shuts off. Then the blower keeps blowing and cleans the system. Uh, yeah. So when Mr. Raccoon comes up, there's nothing for him he to come, do. He, 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 can't, he can't get to it. He can spin he it all he wants, he, and there's nothing There's happening. nothing he's going to yeah. get. Dale, that's a tremendous asset to me of, the, of, the, of your fish feeder. It, it really is one of the keys. The other thing that it does, the way that, that our system blows it out, it, first of all, it's going to start out about two or three feet from the feeder. So even when, you're, when you place it on a bank, it's going to start out a couple of feet from the feeder and then throw it out that direction. The, um, the other big thing is we don't bat it out. We blow it out. Our... We put ours in, we have a patented system, as Dan mentioned, and it's designed so that it's on a little bit of an angle, so when the feed is is blown out, it actually blows it out instead of bats it out, so it keeps the pellets intact so that the fish are able to get really all the nutrients that the manufacturer designed the units, uh, or designed the pellets to uh, to feed the fish. What about the size? Uh, like I know you say it goes out about 45 feet. Uh, how many acres do you need before you need a second feeder? It, it fluctuates quite honestly based on density, right. uh, depth of water, uh, but typically about three to five acres is what one feeder will feed. Okay. Now, now, Dale is unbelievable salesman, Rick. Yeah. And so, Dale, I was expecting about every hundred yards <laughs> on the bike. <laughs> Dale, Dale, tell, tell me this, and, and Dan knows I play with a lot of feeders just experimenting with them and checking them out. The robustness of the system. I mean, you, you know, you yeah. don't want to put enough money in these things that it has a computer controller that calls you all the time uh, unless you're just really going to put a lot of money into it. But keeping it for water from getting in it, clogging up, reliability of, of the battery and the motors. I mean, how, how robust are we talking about here? That's really one, one of the big keys. They're designed, again, uh, and one thing I mentioned a little bit earlier is they're designed to be reliable. So it's... It's important that once they're once they're set up in place, um, as far as robustness, they they come with uh, the timer itself. Hey, Dale, just uh, hang on. Yeah, hang on. We'll, sure. we'll, we'll come back. We'll, we'll come back and we'll let you finish talking about that. Hang on, because I don't want you to be rushed going in the break. When we're getting all of our information. Not when we're talking about being robust. That's right. All right we'll be right back. <laughs> the two robust ones, Rick and Bubba. More right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba's show, and uh, we thank you for being with us. And, and the times that we're living in, now you know as well as I do, and uh, we've lived it out right here on the show. And that is your personal identity uh, being stolen, your your wireless device being compromised, ransomware, and all the things that can go on uh, involving cyber crime. And so uh, the, the the bottom line is just like any security system, you just need to have protection. And that's what LifeLock provides, and nobody provides more comprehensive protection to your identity and to your devices than the combination of LifeLock, and they've added Norton Security. 
Uh, that way it's all covered, and we're so thankful they are there, and they've already helped us even when there is a problem. I mean, they, they certainly cannot stop all identity theft, and they can't monitor every transaction at all businesses at all times, uh, but they have the most comprehensive protection. And if something does happen, then they have uh, your very, you get your very own identity uh, restoration specialist that works with you to get your identity uh, established and to stop all the problems going on, and they really, really do a great job. So if you'd like to find out more about it, go to LifeLock right now with Norton. Uh, they can detect a wide range of threats that could sneak up on you, uh, and then you know you're protected. You get 10% off if you use the promo code Bubba. If you call 1-800-LIFELOCK or you go to LifeLock.com. You can also find them at RickandBubba.com. They're under the sponsors. So Moultrie is with us. Uh, we'll have his uh, best of the best of the best question coming up momentarily. But uh, right now we're talking to Dale Badden. And Dale. Dale. Dale is uh, is with uh, you know Texas Hunter Products, and we're talking about their incredible fish feeders that are available. We talked about the technology, Dale, that sets you guys apart. Uh, and Bubba asked a question going into the break, which all of us that, that may be fortunate enough to have a pond or own some land where we have these feeders, you certainly don't want to have to be constantly dealing with them because they can't handle being out in the weather. They, they keep getting clogged up. Something's going wrong mechanically. And you were talking about uh, this is another thing uh, that sets the Texas hunting uh, hunter products uh, away from the rest of the competition. Uh, so tell us about how robust these feeders are that are offered by Texas Hunter. I sure will. Thanks. Well, well, well over a decade ago when we really engineered and designed the feeders, the one thing we wanted, again, was for it to be something that was going to last a long time. You talked about LifeLock just a few minutes ago yeah. and how important that is. Well, we're kind of the LifeLock for the pond in many ways. We mm-hmm. want to make sure that it continues to work year after year. So we designed it, number one, where the, the feeder itself is a galvanized steel. It's heavy galvanized steel, and it's powder-coated so it doesn't, uh, doesn't rust on you, designed for years of, uh, years of service. The timer, which really is the heart of the unit, is designed with a five-year limited warranty on it. But we really wanted to design it so it was simple. So we put only three buttons on there so that you did not need a big instruction manual or anything else to operate it. You wanted to be able to go through it, scroll simply through it, and be able to, uh, to set your timer and then walk away from it. So we designed the timer so it was easy to use. We also designed it so that there's a solar panel that's an optional solar panel, and that can go on any of the four sides because you always want to give it as much southern exposure as you can as far as uh, to create the maximum amount of uh, battery uh, recharging as possible. So when you talk about, again, the heart of the unit being the timer, we do use two motors, as uh, Dan mentioned a little bit earlier. We use two motors in our system. Um, it's designed, again, so that uh, it always cleans out each time so you're not going to have to worry about clogging. And then a big thing brought up earlier today is that raccoons, which can really be, or any kind of varmints, can get in there and be a, a big pest for your system. It's impossible for them to get into our system, um, and that's really a big key is to keep the unit running and running consistently. Dale, I just sent Speedy uh, a picture, or Speedy sent it off my phone to himself. <laughs> but you don't even know about the, the guys at Southeastern Pond, Rick, that you know, yeah. that manage probably more ponds than anybody in the nation. They, this is the feeder that they go to. This yeah. is their favorite one. Yeah. Scott Sharonis, one of the principals, sent me this picture yesterday. Dale, we were over in Georgia, and we got eight inches of rain in eight hours. It flooded everything. This feeder was totally underwater. You see the the mud all over it. That was where the mud had come up. He sent Scott sent me these yesterday. He cleaned off the panel, loaded the feeder back up, changed the battery, 
and there took off running again and didn't even check up. Now that's that's robust. Yeah, that that is that's robust. robust. And that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've had great stories like that over the years of people that have had you know tragedies that struck with with uh, high water coming up on them, mm-hmm. and had some great success on that. But it is designed so that if there ever, even if there is an issue, Dan, in this particular case, you can you can whatever you want to change out the battery, and the batteries typically are going to go for about two years um, without having to do anything to them. So everything's designed so it's easy to get to. There ever is an issue, we have an easy access panel um, designed so, again, for quick maintenance on it. Yeah, and I think we I mentioned it in passing, but to get a little more detailed about it, because I know that you know when, when I first started having a pond and, and started getting, uh, and I use Southeastern Pond, so I'm familiar with your product. So, But when we started doing this, trying to understand what it was, because I thought, you know, just being kind of a novice at, at having your own pond, it was really designed so if you have your kids down there, or I remember my grandfather, even when he was deep into uh, his life, still loved sometimes sitting down and catching those bluegills just one after mm-hmm. another. But it, it, it it's to develop the ecosystem. Certainly it feeds these, you know, bluegill and, and minnows and, and shad and all that. But what that's doing is keeping them healthy so that the bigger bass and sport sure fish cool. come in to eat them. And uh, and and if you don't if you don't take care of of what the big bass eat, uh, then they don't have what they need to eat, and therefore it breaks down your whole ecosystem. So this is a very important part of having a healthy ecosystem and system in catching large bass. Oh, absolutely! You mentioned bluegill, and bluegill. So many people think that's really the heart of of the whole system of the food chain. But you're right; it's it's forage and it's forage fish, and it's really the the heart of the system. Um, the other thing that a lot of people kind of forget, when you're using supplemental feeding, which is what a fish feeder is designed to do, besides giving, you know, additional nutrients to the fish to make sure they grow faster and they grow healthier and they grow bigger, um, it's it's designed so that it's much more uh, economical. They use uh, what they call a two-to-one ratio. That's for every two pounds of fish pellets that you're going to put out there, uh, for every pound it's equal to really two pounds of eating of eating fish within the chain itself, so it's much more economical, and it's going to end up saving the uh, the customer really a lot of money in the long term. Well, it's great to get to talk to you. Uh, we're excited about the new partnership with you guys and, and Pradco, and uh, we we love that company. We love your product. It, it's a great great combination and partnership, and we look forward to working with you going forward. So, Adele, thanks for taking time being with us today. Thank you, Dale. Hey, thank you very much. Thanks, you all have a great day. Right, you Appreciate too, man. You. I see you there. Bye-bye. All right, so Dale Baden uh, there with Texas Hunter Products and talking about a, a robust uh, fish feeder that uh, this helps with the varmints. It's really mm-hmm. it's, it's it's really fish feeder perfection. And and you'll like this, Rick, because I know how much you like sitting on your green fields. Probably the best blinds available now. They've got we've got a medium grade and then a high end blind. That's as good as it gets. It's yeah. it's nice. Yeah, I was wondering. I know we're talking about fish yeah. feeders now, but Texas Hunter has multiple the, products. Yes, but, and, and uh, the and blinds. When you go to the website and check that out, you'll be beating Speedy down to the warehouse to you. We well, call Ashley. <laughs> 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 well, look, we, we, uh, you, I, I don't. Anything think, you need us to try out, Dan, just let <laughs> us know. Uh, always, always let us know, Dan. I yeah. appreciate that. We're there to help you in any way we can. Yeah, you know, and, I, and look, yeah, let me tell you something. Dan's never never seen a, a lake or a pond he didn't want to try out. That's exactly. <laughs> well, you got you got to have comprehensive knowledge of the product, Rick. Right. You got to be right. out there. Hands, and it has to be hands-on, <laughs> pra- practical knowledge. Yeah. This is not a textbook uh, sport we're in here, you know. <laughs> 
go. I didn't, we hadn't been down fishing lately either. Really. I know. You know, we, we, we well, you know, I had the big pond turnover uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, and the ecosystem has has come back and it's working. I mean, you know, we're still we still got some work to do, but uh, we can definitely have fun with it. We were worried. Yes, the reason Scott came down, we were worried all the fish. We got that eight inches of rain, eight right, hours, right. and there was a lot of fish over the dam. So yeah. we shocked it, but it, it you know what? It, not all of them went over the dam. Yeah, some of them did. If anything, you know how they are about getting fish out of the pond. Oh yeah, that probably was a good thing. Well, I was about to say because it's it, one of the things. Even though it's a good problem to have, when mm-hmm. you you get to one point where you know if you if you're doing it right, they go go down there. Anything you know that's twelve inches or smaller, right. sometimes thirteen inches or smaller, take it out and eat it, give it away, do something with it. And uh, that part is gets difficult because if you you almost have to be coming down there at, at some sort of pace to keep up with it. So, yeah. so that yeah. problem you just had may not have been a problem <laughs> no, at all. No, I mean, you might have lost some of them that were bigger than you wanted to lose, yeah. but you probably took that population down a little bit. <laughs> all right, we'll be back. Here it comes. Strap in. Strap on. Everybody, it's it. like deep sea fishing. <laughs> you better lock in. <laughs> best of the best of the best. This is it. Fish on. <laughs> Fish on. Uh, <laughs> all right, we got the question. We'll tell you what we'll be giving away. All that coming up next. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And we've had to name it that. We're look, it just means we're looking for the answer that Moultrie wants. All right, so that, I mean, that's they know another way to do it. We're just looking for the answer that Moultrie wants. Now, tomorrow we're live on location, the entire show, Regents Tradition Celebrity Pro-Am. Uh, we will be live on location tomorrow. If you're headed to that event, you can come by and say hello. As a matter of fact, uh, Bubba and I and uh, went, went along with Greg and, and went over to see the merchandise folks and found some some Rick and Bubba merch that we're going to hand out until they run out. If you're coming to the event, Hamzy will be out there it, it, really being a mascot like he loves to with some goodies to hand out and everything <laughs> to people as they roll in. So Thanks, one, And one of the things that's scheduled on the show tomorrow, and again, it could change, but right now we even have a time. Uh, we think we will be interviewing Nick Saban uh, tomorrow uh, on location. This is one thing that the hip surgery, which we're not supposed to mention, has helped us because he's not going to be playing other than, I think, putting for the charity putt. So he's he's more available than he normally is at this deal. And we've had him on in the past, so it looks like we're going to be able to get him on uh, tomorrow. That's the plan for right now. And uh, and, and in the spirit of that, Moultrie, you're bringing you, – you said because of the Kentucky Derby mm-hmm. uh, and, the, and the controversy dealing with that, where number two became number one. That's right. Because number one was disqualified. Rick, I thought it was a handling Gary. You really assigned me a task to get him in there, well, and I mean, Gary hey, calls all the time. Hey, hey, Mochi won't call me back. But 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 your buddy, Dicky Nadmeyer, calls more than Gary ever thought mm. about calling, and he called after the Kentucky Derby this weekend, and said if they can do that in the Kentucky Derby mm. and make the number two number one, why can't we do it with Alabama football? And I can't imitate him. But I know you you got uh, him down. But uh, road tied. I mean, <laughs> yeah, if, if you if you consider uh, the number of national championships that the tide has, if you you start reaching down there at number two, so we forget how many times that Bama's been number two. So so he's he told road me tied. Let, let's flip it over. And then Let, there's that time the Catholics took it from us. That should have <laughs> been a national championship. I mean, we win the game, and uh, and then they put Notre Dame ahead of us. So, you, you might recall that around 1977, 76, <laughs> Road Tide. So, so here's the question, and I think you got the question. 
Dickie but, says. All right, here's – How many yeah. times, right? All right, so here's what we're going to do. And we're looking for uh, – when you get the national championship, it can be quite cha- – championships can be a little controversial because why? We, we found different ways to declare them over time. Yes, uh, you, you so, have different groups right. declaring – National champions. Are, 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 are we ruling out you follow times? If the you follow well, times, you can make them. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. And I think this is the way to do it. We're going to work with what would be Dickie Nadbar's number. That's right. Uh-huh. And, and and Bama fans' number. That's right. Okay. So if 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 all the Alabama number twos were then added to the, all their number ones, that's right. What would their total national championships be? That's it. So your bottom line is you're looking for how many number twos. Bama has in their history, and then you add them to their number ones, and you come up with the winning number. Dickie told me he'd already changed it on the back of his windshield of his truck, correct? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean thank you, because it, it, it definitely Notre Dame would have been disqualified, just like maximum security. <laughs> Rotated. So let's see what happens here. Uh, I, I, I can't believe the places you put us in. I, I hate uh, to admit this kind of is match <laughs> but it is true. Yeah, yeah this one this definitely qualifies. This one is <laughs> This one. First step is admit This one time. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, let's see what, uh, see what we come up uh, Now, you're not going by polls. You're going by years, remember, years. that any poll declared them number two. Let's just look for the number. <laughs> All right, Jeff, what would that number be? <laughs> Jeff? Hello? I don't yeah. blame. Okay, yeah, what would, what would, what? So it's the best of the best, huh? This is the best of the best, just like the tide. <laughs> Dad gummit, I got nothing. <laughs> no guess. I get it. Still, no still stayed on hold. <laughs> right. Chris, welcome to the program. Yeah. What do you yeah. think the number is? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, 26. Oh. Mm. That's close. Now, That's did good. Dan clarify what the number ones were actually? We're just. What he's going we're just we looking went, No, Rick we're, we're Rick said he's using Nikki's, Dickie's number. Mm-hmm. Well, well I, I mean, is that, is, is that not <laughs> sorry? Whatever number, hey, whatever number we got on our T-shirts, the national championships. That's national championship. <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure and call and then you add them numbers twos to them number ones, and we'd be either further ahead. Road tight. <laughs> Let's go to Nick. Oh, Nick, what's the number? Let's go with twenty-eight. Oh, good night. Mm-mm, no, no, not twenty-eight. Let's go with Mark. Mark in Birmingham. Go ahead. I'm gonna go with twenty-five. Woo! The best of the best of the best. Up for grabs: a Texas hunter gun rest, a swag package, a Moultrie camera, and a Moultrie wildlife feeder. Boy, this is a big package. It's a huge, mm-hmm. for, for this kind of question, it's got to be right. Cliff and Prattville. What do you think, Cliff? I go thirty-four. Thirty-four. Hello. Well, I mean, if you look at it, <laughs> uh, go. it's got to be over a hundred. James think. in Mississippi. James, what do you think? Twenty-seven. Well, guys, we're getting Kim in Columbia. Twenty-four. Yay! There you go. Twenty-four. If you go with the seventeen national championships that Alabama claims. And then you add seven number twos, you get 24. Yep. So, uh, so Kim, congratulations. Uh, you got the Texas Hunter Gun Rest swag package to go with it, Moultrie Camera and Moultrie Wildlife Feeder. How about that? I mean, you get all that. So uh, we're going to we're gonna put you on hold and get all your information, and then Moultrie and Pratco will send all that to you, okay? Wonderful. Thanks for listening. Wonderful. Thanks for listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Mm-hmm.
Thank you. And right, there she goes. Mm-hmm. There's your winner. There it is. Yeah. How about so, that? So we're best quick. of the best of the road best. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> <in> the <laughs> we're, what we're doing is we're just dealing with the the numbers that Dan put together. I mean, right. we can't put it any right. other way than right. that. There we go, because so I know Google can't prove you wrong. If no. Dan says it, that's what we're going it's with. It's called Match Moultrie. But yep. let, just to clear it up, because we don't want any mad bammers out there on us today. Why would they be mad? You we, add, <laughs> we're, we added seven more, but 1945, 1971, there's there's a 17 national championships for Bama, yes. and then, then there's the one group that gives them 12, 12, which I don't know what that even means. But we're going with the the number that that if you if you're an Alabama person, you say this is our number. We went with what Dickie said, and Dickie. Well, we got 17. Probably should have had 20. <laughs> yeah, and we right. added the seven to that, and then uh, and last year, I mean. Uh, Saban, we lost that one on purpose because <laughs> the program had become a little apathetic. <laughs> And uh, and and only people can beat Bama is Dabo because he's one of us. Takes one to beat one. Right? Every now and then Auburn to cheat. Okay. <laughs> but if you look back on that, uh, even the, even the, the kick six, he stepped out of bounds. Oh, God. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, so that's uh, that's it. And hopefully we do we will have Saban on the show tomorrow. He is scheduled to be on. We even have a time right now, so we think it's going to happen. Out. Yeah, because I want I want all of you to know when it comes to the celebrity programs and and uh, interviews that we have, we interview people who are willing to be on. Yeah, you know yeah. when yeah. when we can get them. Right. So yeah. so you know Saban's he's tough to get on the show, but he he's been on what two or three times. Are, yeah, I think are, so. Are you going to handle the questions on that, Rick? Well, we all will. We'll, we'll be sitting there. I want there you. Rick, Bubba, I got Bubba. Bubba will be gone. Bubba will be gone. Bubba will be gone. Right out of the gate. Yeah. We Bubba got, will we be got gone. a question. Bubba will be gone. If the time I saw yesterday oh, yeah. is right you'll, right, you'll be on the course. Yeah, you'll be at the end of one. Mm. Mm. So that time. You want me to tell you my first question? Bubba gave it to me, and I'm going to use it in his honor. What's the dumbest thing anybody's ever asked you? We may know the answer. I think that's going to be question number one. You know? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's uncomfortable, but it's funny. Yep, yep, Dan, yeah. good to see you again, buddy. Yeah, great, great show, Thanks, buddy. Dan. Run off. I know you got some product to hop. <laughs> Stop there. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.